What do we do when we have some tea to spill on the podcast? Guess what we do? We spill the tea. Oh, yes, we spill it. Don't we, Amy? (laughs) What say you, Amy? (laughs) I love it so much. (laughs) That was Lexi. And that was Amy. And welcome back to another episode of Confessions of Retail. All the tea. Welcome back. Hello, everybody. Hey, guys. Episode 13. Boop, boop. Woo, 13. Uh, woo. Episode 13. So, let's just get right into it. Lexi, how was your week? Um, it was pretty boring, I'll be honest. Been doing a lot of, uh organizing in the house and the most I got to deal with over the week was uh, our favorite delivery service and their slick shit. (laughs) They're like, hey, you want to drive this far for this much money? No, no, you don't need to know any more information. It'll be fine. (laughs) I'm like, all right, what's the catch? So I get there. And I find out that this one order for $10 is actually four orders for $2.50. What? A piece. I was like, I'm so mad because you can't just unassign from the group. If you unassign, you have to do each individual order. So, Hmm. yeah, they got me with some slick shit. I delivered it. It wasn't even that bad. I drove like six miles, so it wasn't horrible, but it was annoying. <laughs> so, uh, just a side note about th- them and their slick shit. Um, they hide tips. Yep. Okay. And so it got to where people can pretty much know when th- there is a hidden tip, right? Based off of like a certain increment. And, you know, usually it's different, like, per demographic area. Yep. Right? So it's different here than my it is there. Area, yeah. For my area, anything that has a, that's a 50 cent increment means that there's a hidden tip. Hmm. Um. So what they do is they will do, like, a a peak pay Without telling you, you know, like if you're already out and about and they start a peak pay and the peak pay could be like a dollar fifty or two fifty. <laughs> and they're doing that on purpose. Yep. And I'm like, I see you in your slick shit. But then mm-hmm. also with the when they do stacked orders and they change the base pay. Base pay is usually $3 when it's one order, and then usually for a second order, the base pay is $2. Yep. But they changed it. They changed it to where now, if they send you two orders at the same time, it's both of the um, base pays are two fifty. Yep. That's so what, again, that's, that's a I got. 50 cent increment <laughs> to make you think that maybe you're you like, might get more money than you're going to but you really don't you don't and i'm like i see you 
Okay. Right. I, hate <laughs> I hate it so bad. Anyway. <laughs> it's so frustrating because, like, I have that, the, the mileage rule, right? And I won't accept I orders under. I have a mileage under. rule. I won't accept yes. orders under a certain dollar amount because of that. Second off, I try not to do grocery deliveries too much unless it, like, from the gate, it's worth it. If it's not, right. I'm not, I'm not wasting my time. No, I don't yes. want to do the single trip to your third floor apartment, Karen. I'm good. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, and thank you for the dollar tip. It was so generous. Like, yes, over very it. Generous. So I won't, that. I won't deal with those orders, right? Um, but then they'll hide them. They don't say that it's multiple orders. It just shows you this mileage. And this dollar amount. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's fair. I'll take that one. I mean, for for me, um, when it comes through as like a Walmart order or w- really any time that I, it comes through a stacked order, it says in parentheses, two orders. And then even like the pop-up thing pops up and says like four stops or whatever. See? And okay. Normally, I see that, too. I did not. It was a single point A to point B type thing. It was weird. Mm. And I'm like, all right, that's not too bad, you know? It's not too far from where I'm, where the hot spot is right now. I'm like, okay, no big deal. <laughs> I hit accept. And they caught me with that slick shit. And I was like, really? I took the orders, and my uh, customer service is immaculate, even if you don't tip. Even if you don't tip, have a great day. Now, I wish you would tip, but have a great day regardless. (laughs) I just can't with the sneaky deliveries. I don't want to deal with that at all. Right? Let me know what the deal is. I'll either accept it or I won't. If you know that it's a bad deal, maybe, maybe you should change it up so it's accepted more often. Not by tricking people, but by paying them better. <laughs> like, oh that's no! <laughs> I've noticed. Uh, that's what I've noticed that DoorDash has been doing. Like, so they send out orders individually, usually first, mm-hmm. right? But if they're shitty orders uh, and nobody picks it up, you know, like say I decline, I'm like, no, no, thank you, I decline it. So it usually goes to the next dasher and. No, no, thank you. You don't. Usually, like, it'll cycle through mm-hmm. all of the available dashers until um, it gets back to you. And, and they would raise the amount, like, to where they had to pay you. It's like a dollar more, right? Until and, and then, you know, it'd go back through the cycle. But so what they're trying to do is they're trying to group the shitty orders with... A good order, yep. you know, like with, with somebody that tips well or something, they're trying to be like, oh, do you want to get $13 for two deliveries? And I'm like, well, I don't know. What do we, <laughs> let me, what's, let me in these, what's in this $13? Right? <laughs> I feel and that. And I, you know, I'll, I'll accept it. I'll look and I'll see that one is a really good tip. And the other is no tip. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm. <clears throat> like every time too. 
It's either no tip or like one to three dollars. And three dollars like sometimes. Cents. Yes. Oh my gosh. When somebody puts fifty cents on there, I'm like, why even bother? You know what I mean? Like I actually delivered a stacked order once and it was like um it came through it said twelve dollars and I was like okay that means that one of them doesn't isn't tipping and it said that it was only a three dollar order so I knew it was that one. Well when I swiped it, that I delivered it, it actually ended up being a twenty seven cent tip. And you're just like, I'm like 27 cents <laughs> that's how much you think my time is worth no they don't think your time is worth anything what they did was they rounded it up so that way they didn't have to freaking uh deal with the change <laughs> yep they made it an even number <laughs> and i'm like thanks <laughs> So yeah, I'm uh I'm over the uh the slick shit for sure. Right? It's like we see you. It's and it's funny because like you can tell when it's a regular day, like a weekday, that doesn't happen. But on the weekends when they're so busy, flush through with mm. orders, that's when you see it all the time. I'm over it. Right? But, so um, they they're really out here stacking orders so that way they don't have to pay you more. Yep. Like that's literally what they're doing. Yep. Not only are they stacking the orders so they don't have to pay you more, but they're also lowering the base pay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so you're actually making less money. I know, isn't it great? <laughs> it's a wonderful time. I was like, you got me <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, but so a couple days ago, I was actually on a Walmart delivery. And um, I, every time I get a Walmart delivery, I text the customer because I don't know where you want me to put your shit. I, I, I don't know what your house even looks like yet. I've never been to this place before, most likely. <laughs> so I text actually, them. I'm I like, stalk you. I'm like, hey, <laughs> I'm Lexi, your dasher for the day. Where do you want me to put your order? If you don't have a recommendation, I'll just put it out by your front door. So I did. I get there. This I hate when people are like on their phones, but they don't respond. Like you, I, I texted. <laughs> right. I'm not asking for a response, but front door's great. Perfect response. That works. Good job. Thank you for communicating with me. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. So this lady is on her phone and um I start bringing stuff up she had like 170 some items it was a lot Jesus. in Walmart when they do the in-store shopping for you for some fucking reason they give you like one to two items per bag so I had like a hundred bags <laughs> there was so <laughs> much shit <laughs> It was a lot, right? This lady just ordered yep. her, like, whole month's worth of groceries, and I was helping her out. I mean, on the flip side, I bet that feels nice. Like, if you're like, oh, I don't want to deal with putting up the groceries and the shopping trip, wait. I don't have to do the shopping Ooh, trip. Wait. Maybe I just <laughs> have to put away the groceries. So, uh, I start grabbing, like, 
I put like all the way up my arms, as many as I could. I had probably like 10 to 15 bags on each arm, <laughs> walking <laughs> to the door like and so as i'm walking to the front door the woman's like teenage son walks out to try to help but instead of going to my like perfectly open trunk he's like let me help you with those things right there and i'm like the ones that are wrapped up your arm and you're already almost halfway there i'm like all right so i got so tangled in those bags to give them to this kid. I'm like, hold on, let me. <laughs> and on the other hand, like, I wear a smartwatch, right? And I wore yep. rings that day, which in hindsight, I probably Is should not weird have. because you don't usually wear rings. I have been lately, actually. I've been, I've been accessorizing. So... Um, yeah, I spent, like, three minutes untangling from these fucking bags. It was stupid. (laughs) So, finally, I, like, get all of them off my arms, and I hand them to this kid. He starts taking the groceries inside. If you don't know, on the Dasher side, once we're done putting all the groceries in one spot, we have to take a picture of it. So, I'm like, oh, no, what do I do? So... Wait, where the groceries go? I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll just take a picture of the last load and we'll call it even. Like, at that point, I'm just counting my lot, or, you know, not even trying to count my losses. So, I keep bringing groceries up and this kid keeps bringing them inside, you know, and we're like doing this in rhythm. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, cool. And then all of a sudden, this like golf cart rolls up to the driveway with some. Some new rap, I don't even know. I don't even know what it was. (laughs) And this kid, like, closes the front door. I'm still taking bags up to the porch. But he closes the front door and then walks down and jumps onto their little golf cart. And they just take off down the road. And I'm like... And I'm done now. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So... I just finished taking everything out of the trunk and I put it by the front door and I take a picture and I send a text to the lady who still isn't checking her phone. And I'm like, (laughs) even though she's on it, (laughs) I'm like, your order's out front. Have a great day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It was so weird. Like, they took off and they never showed back up. I was still out there for another, like, five minutes (laughs) unloading my trunk. (laughs) The thing that drives me crazy about when I'm, like, texting or calling customers, like, I barely even contact customers unless, you know, orders are taking a long time Mm -hmm. or if, um... The restaurant is, like, out of something and asks if we want want a sub for something else, you know? So I'll try and call them, and then they don't answer. Yep. (laughs) And so then I'll text them, and they still don't answer. (laughs) So it's fun. So So then I'm just, like, stuck there, like... Mm. you know what i mean they're like oh the the blue freezies are 
out right now so what do they want instead and i was like i tried asking (laughs) Uh, so you just get stuck like having to make decisions for people right (laughs) (laughs) it's surprisingly uncomfortable it turns out they're like like uh, this isn't mine (laughs) like i was at wendy's the other day they're like we're all out of chocolate frosties uh, would the customer like vanilla? I'm like, uh, uh, <laughs> Do they, is, is a vanilla allergy a thing? Like, <laughs> as you start running down a list, you're like, Shit. now if I were this customer, <laughs> I would not want a vanilla frosty. Oh, a chocolate one? Like, come on, be real. <laughs> The chocolate frosties are better than the vanilla frosties. They're the best. The vanilla frosties taste weird, I feel. And I like vanilla. You know, I honestly don't even think I've ever had a vanilla frosty. <laughs> like I'm I thinking one about because it. I was excited because I actually kind of I'm one of those people that kind of prefer vanilla over chocolate because it's just less sweet i i don't know chocolate's really <laughs> really rich. Know how to explain it i know what you mean yeah that rich is the word maybe uh so i i actually tried it and i was like what the fuck is this <laughs> <laughs> you're like offended by the ice cream <laughs> take yeah, it back i took I don't like need two it. bites of it and i was like <laughs> so that was pretty much all that happened in my week what about you amy uh it has been a week <laughs> yes it has yes it has we've had very different weeks though <laughs> <laughs> so first we're going to discuss that amy here i'm going i'm going to tell you the situation and then you give me your opinion okay okay all right i feel like maybe i was a little rude but i didn't I'm, but you know me, I'm I'm just usually very nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Unless I'm like, you, you know, I'm very respectful and very nice usually unless you're just straight up a shithead and then I don't feel bad. Yep. If I'm cuz then I will fucking tear you apart, okay? Yep. <laughs> the 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 smiling and the laughing and everything. This is me, but there's also this other side of me. side. <laughs> Lexi knows this side. And it comes with all of the finger movements and all of the head bobs and all of the attitude. <laughs> and I will rip you apart. Okay? Okay. <laughs> she said, don't try me, ho. <laughs> um, so, I'm out dashing this one night. And I get a stacked order for Carl's Jr. and B-dubs. The B-dubs here drives me crazy. But at least the um, I've never had any issues with any of the employees in the front. Yeah. I just feel like the cooks are always messing things up. And then things are also always getting mixed up and mm-hmm. everything, you know. I've had more people text me or call me back right after driving off when I'm dropping off their B-dubs order saying that their order is wrong than any other store. Damn. Or restaurant. That sucks. (laughs) Our B-dubs out here is pretty good about it. So I go to Carl's Jr. first to pick up the order 
because I know that B-dubs tends to take a little longer, and they're right next to each other. And at the Carl's Jr., they're they're locked, so you have to go through the drive-thru. Mm-hmm. So if it's a line, you're stuck in the drive-thru for a while, so that gives B-dubs some time to get the order done. Mm-hmm. So I get the Carl's Jr., and then I park in the B-dubs, and I walk in, and I say that I'm here for an order for such and such name. Yeah. Okay? Okay. And um, they have this, they have this uh, warming cart, right? So that way they, and it's right up front. So that way, once the order is done, they put it in this warming cabinet. So that way the orders stay warm and they don't get cold fast, as yeah. fast as they would if they were just like sitting, sitting out. Yeah. <clears throat> and in... Um, on the door of the warming cabinet, it has a whiteboard, and that's where people write the names of the orders uh, that's in the cabinet, right? Oh, okay. So, so I'm say I say that I'm here for order name such and such. <laughs> she looks at the whiteboard and. She opens it, and I look at the whiteboard when she opens it, because when she opens it, it makes the cabinet, like, right in my face. Yeah. So I can see the name on the ca- on the whiteboard is the name for my order. And that's the only name on that whiteboard. Okay? Okay. <laughs> so she hands it to me, and I say, great, thanks, and off I go. And then I go to deliver the B-dubs order, I knock on the door, I take the picture, I knock on the door, and I walk off. I get in my car, and I'm driving off. I'm already down and around the corner, but without fail, I get in, I get a text message <laughs> from the girl saying, this isn't my order. <laughs> and so I, I text her back, and I say, I apologize about that. That's the order that they gave me for you. And... That was the name that was on it. So you're going to have to get a hold of B-dubs and inform them that they gave the wrong order and they'll have and they'll make sure to get your order re-delivered to you. And I go and drop off my Carl's Jr. order and I start driving back to where I would normally just like go and sit and wait for orders mm-hmm. on my way. I get another order come through for Carl's Jr. So while I'm waiting in the drive-thru line for Carl's Jr. to pick up this new Carl's Jr. order, I get a text message from the customer saying that B-dubs told her um, to have me go back and pick up the order and re-deliver it. And I was like, sure thing. You know, like I was feeling nice at that point Mm -hmm. because, again, Carl's Jr. is right next door to B-dubs. I was going to just run in, grab her order, and then take the Carl's Jr. order first, and then I would have, like, paused my dash to run and take hers, Mm -hmm. and I wouldn't have, I would have actually, I wouldn't have gotten any money for that, but I was going to do it. Yeah. Because I'm nice. (laughs) Well, so I go and into B-dubs, and I'm like, hey, um... I'm here to pick up such and such as order. The one that you guys gave me earlier was wrong. And the girl at the front, she's like, oh, hold on a minute. And then she goes and she talks to the manager. And then she comes back. 
And this is where it went left. <laughs> oh, real quick. <laughs> she says, my manager says that you're just going to have to step over here and you're just going to have to wait while they get the right order made since you delivered the wrong order. But you handed me the food. What? So <laughs> I, <laughs> real quick, went, I don't have to do shit. <laughs> I did what I was paid to do. I came and I picked up the order. You guys gave me the wrong order. I confirmed that the name on the bag was the name for the delivery. So I did what I was supposed to do. And I went and I delivered the order. It's not my fault that y'all don't know what you're doing. Yeah. You guys got to get it together. And you're just going to have to find somebody else to do it. Because if I do this, I'm getting, I'm not getting paid for this. And it's not my fault. It's your fault. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and then I turned around and I walked off. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Tell me why. <laughs> I, I felt a little bad going off on her because it wasn't her fault. Um, but it made me mad. Yep. So I go and I drop off that Carl's Jr. order and the guy was really nice. Not only did he tip me uh, like eight bucks in the app, he handed me $20 cash. Nice. I love when people yeah. do that. That's so sweet. Right. I got two $20 cash tips that week. Hey, <laughs> get it, girl. I know. I never get cash tips. Anyway, um, <clears throat> so... I'm I'm happy about that, and then on my way back into town, because he just lives, like, right on the outside of town, but he's still part of town, and I'm heading back in, and I get another, like, stacked order. This time, it's for Del Taco and Denny's, which, again, are right next to each other. Mm -hmm. um, so, I pull into Denny's, and I'm literally about to go inside to pick up that order. Lexi, B-dubs? <laughs> called doordash <laughs> they oh. called doordash um i don't know if they like complained about me or what but i know that they definitely called doordash and told doordash to make me take this order <laughs> oh like i know that they did because i was already on a stacked order okay so when you have like when they send through like Walmart orders or whatever and you get like the whole, uh, we call them the <laughs> Walmart jackpots or the Walmart lotteries, you know, it's like three or four orders, <laughs> but it comes through all at the same time. Once you're on a stacked order, you will not get any more orders until nope. you finish it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm on a stacked order. No other orders are going to be coming through to me. Tell me why I get a fucking B-dubs order to come through with a no tip. It's a no tip. It's literally just a base pay. Yep. <laughs> and I could see, I have an app to where I can see what the um, address is. For mm -hmm. where it's delivered to. And it's yep. the exact same address for this girl. So, B-Dubs literally called DoorDash and told them that they needed this order re-delivered. And they said, just make the girl that took it the first time do it. Yep. 
<laughs> so I declined that with the fucking quickness. You know, like, <laughs> I was like, Fuck and you. it's a no. <laughs> 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 and oh i gosh. really hoped that b-dubs like blacklisted me but they didn't <laughs> you know either that or they actually do get their shit together you know and then it wouldn't I've be bad up, running those deliveries but i've picked up two since then but i really hate going to b-dubs <laughs> the one here i feel anyway. that <laughs> i feel that that mcdonald's oh my gosh you know, you the can one. write a whole will and testament waiting in the parking lot of B dubs for an order to come out. <laughs> <laughs> and proofread it. <laughs> That's so terrible. what do you think? Was I rude? Um <laughs> I think you just checked somebody who needed checked. <laughs> if that was if that came off girl. as rude so be it you know what i mean <laughs> like yeah. she she didn't deserve for me to get a tone with her because she didn't do anything <laughs> she literally did nothing she wasn't the one that i interacted with the first time that i went in there yeah <laughs> i was like i don't have to do shit <laughs> i did what i got paid what i was supposed to do i yep. did what i was supposed to do y'all need to do what you're supposed to do and get your shit together <laughs> Yup. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> so oh my that's what I dealt with then. Um I also picked up this order for chilies. It was a stacked order. I don't remember what the other one was, but I remember <laughs> I remember when they bring them out and they're like, this is for so-and-so and this is for so-and-so. And I'm like, great, thanks. And, you know, I put them in my separate bags so that way I don't get them confused. And um, I start driving and I'm like, what the fuck is that smell? <laughs> that is the worst. Oh, my gosh, because you're stuck until like, you drop it off. I was like, what is that? Oh my god, it smells awful. <laughs> so I drop off the first order, hoping that it's their order. It is not. It is not Aww. their order. <laughs> it was the second order. And so, th oh my god, Lexi. When I finally got to the, pl I'm like, hurry up, baby, just hurry up. Just get to this. It smells so bad. <laughs> um,. I open my, I, I zip open my hot bag and it's just like <laughs> wafts into my face. You're like, this disgusting <laughs> smell that I've been smelling for the past 15 minutes. You know, the smelly smell that smells smelly. Like, <laughs> sure does. <laughs> <laughs> and it smelled awful. It was ancho salmon. I don't know if ancho. I know ancho is a type of sauce, but what is ancho made with? Is ancho sauce made with anchovies? Like, that's what I thought. What is ancho sauce made with? I don't know, but I can tell you that this fucking ancho salmon smelled like, you know, those, the fresh scent Pampers baby wipes? Yeah. You know those? Okay. Um... And, like, you just had 
Like, like you have like a two month old baby and you just use those wipes to wipe their shit, right? So it literally smelled like dirty, shitty baby wipes. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want that sandwich. Like this diaper uh was sitting in the sun for three hours or so <laughs> or even no. overnight even i it, it smelled bad it was That's bad <laughs> i'm glad you didn't die from that <laughs> oh my it. god it was gross I, I like salmon and you know what else i like I like Caesar salad, which Caesar dressing is also made with anchovies. But but uh, this smelled bad, like bad. <laughs> You're like, I don't ever want to deal with that again. This is this like like Mr. Crab says this smelly smell that smells smelly. Like <laughs> it was bad. Oh my gosh. <laughs> The worst ones are when, like, after you drop off the food and you can see And it lingered. For, like, hours afterwards. Yeah. Like, you're on your way home. You're not even working anymore, and you're still dealing with the haunted smell of this ancho salmon. Like, luckily, the ancho salmon was my last order of the night. (laughs) But I had to smell it all the way home. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, it was bad. Um, oh, other than that, in some random non-work related information, um, I'm now the president of the fucking PTA for my kid's school. Woo! What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's magic. That's what that is. That is some magical shit, okay? Um, I go You're gonna to- have to let me know how that goes. <laughs> Well, it won't start until next school year. <laughs> but I'm in That's... charge of things now. <laughs> uh oh. <no. laughs> Just kidding. Um, so I went to go pick up the girls from school the other day and Aubrielle's kindergarten teacher, she's fantastic. Both of my kids have fantastic teachers this school year, and I couldn't be happier with it. So even though we're going to be moving to, you know, out of this house to the other side of the the city into a slightly bigger house, um, I'm, I'm keeping my kids enrolled at this school, and we're mm-hmm. just going to drive or ride. I don't know if they can ride the bus. I don't know. Anyway... So <laughs> I'm walking up to pick up Aubrey and her teacher has like this, you know, she has two separate piles of papers that she's giving out to parents, right? And um, she's just handing out this one piece of paper to all of these parents, but then she sees me coming. So she like grabs from this other stack of papers that she has and she walks up to me and (laughs) she hands me this little packet and she talks about pta uh meeting that night and it's virtual so this is the link and i was like okay and she was like well we need we need pta officers for next year and you know who i thought of first and i i go Uh like this lexi i go like this i'm like i look over both of my shoulders (laughs) 
<laughs> you're like, oh, you clearly have me pegged for somebody completely different. Wait. <laughs> just look over both my shoulders and I'm just like, you're not talking to me. <laughs> and she goes, yeah, I'm talking to you. She says, you're you're funny, you're nice, you're personable, people like you, and, <laughs> and I was like, it's all fake. <laughs> I you're like, this is this isn't real. <laughs> I, that's literally what I said. I just laughed and I said, it's all fake. I've worked retail my whole life. <laughs> I am dead inside. Okay? Dead. <laughs> this is this is this is as close to the walking dead as it gets. <laughs> this is like so I, when I'm out, I have my customer service face on, you know? But when I get home, it just, like, melts off and I turn into Satan. <laughs> You're like, it's not nearly hot enough in here. <laughs> it wasn't hot enough in Indiana. I had to move to the desert. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out the devil did not go down to Georgia. It went to New Mexico. <laughs> Opposite ends. Um, she was like, no, no, you you would be great. And I'm like... I really don't think so, but I'll, we'll see, you know. And I get a text message from Aurora's teacher that she sent out to all the teachers talking about PTA meeting tonight. And um, she mentioned, you know, they they need officers um, for the PTA. And if they don't get officers for the PTA, then they're going to have to disband the PTA. Aw. And... Uh, and she even provided the link, so really all I had to do was click the link. I was out dashing when I got this text message. <laughs> um, so I clicked in, and, you know, I kept my camera off, and I had my mic off, and um, the principal was talking. I, I was 10 minutes late, okay? I was 10 minutes late to this meeting. <laughs> <laughs> and uh um, like, look at me miss president showing up late <laughs> <laughs> um let me also tell you that when aubrey's teacher handed me this and told me that i would be fantastic for pta i was wearing my purple rain shirt and sweatpants okay <laughs> You're like I barely She's like, even you'd wore be great. shoes today. And I'm like I, I you're lucky I put on a bra to come get these kids. Like <laughs> you're like <laughs> me. <laughs> uh all right. So going back. So my friend, one of my DoorDash friends, she pulls up beside me right as I'm making the phone call entering the meeting. You know, so we're both waiting for orders. We're at Chili's, both waiting for orders. And so she can hear because it's, you know, playing through my Bluetooth. And um, the principal was talking about, you know, what the treasurer does. And somebody volunteered to be the treasurer. And then she was talking about what the secretary does, you know. And I was like, okay, I could take notes. <laughs> Right, you're like that's that sounds like an easy enough job. So I I I go I can't believe that I'm about to do this, but I I was like, 
hitting my unmute button to volunteer to be the secretary and somebody else said it first and i was like oh thank god (laughs) you're like phew um so (laughs) then she talks about needing a president and a vice president and i was like no fucking way (laughs) and she says she says a teacher can be vice president but a parent has to be president like it, it just can't be a teacher. It has to be a president. Uh, a, a, a has to be a parent. And nobody's saying anything for the longest time. And I looked to see who all was in on this call. It was all teachers except for four parents. Damn. And they need four positions to be able to do the PTA, <laughs> or it gets disbanded. So there's just this really long, awkward pause. And I could, like, my my camera is off, but the pr- um, the principal, she's, you know, just staring. <laughs> and uh, so I just, like, I unmute my mic and I'm like, hi, my name's Amy. Um, I have two daughters that go to such school. <laughs> Name removed. <laughs> Um, (laughs) we just moved here. This is our first year. We just moved here from across country. I have never been to (laughs) a PTA meeting before, but I do understand that PTA is very important and I want to help. I don't necessarily feel like I'm officer material, but then my daughter's kindergarten teacher, (laughs) she comes from out of the blue and she says, yes, she is. She's fantastic. (laughs) And I was like, shut up. (laughs) Stop. You better mute your mic right now. (laughs) I'm like, you better shut up. Don't be telling people I'm nice, even though it's true. (laughs) I was like, I'm also a working mother, so I just don't really know how much time I can commit to doing this sorts of stuff, but I want, I want to help. I don't want to, um, I don't want the PTA to, I don't want you guys to have to lose the PTA. And then, um, my daughter's teacher... <laughs> Aubrey's teacher. She goes, I nominate I nominate Amy as president. And I was like, What? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, whoa. <laughs> um and then this other mom who is currently president, but she's not going to be starting next year. She's only got like her 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 kids gonna be in fifth grade next year or whatever, so She's still going to be around, but just not president. Um, she came on and, and she was telling, she was reassuring me that it it's not as much um, responsibility as it may seem. And she also said that the teachers help a lot immensely. And she also told me that she would help me next year. And that's sweet. So then the principal was like, so really, it's up to you. And so I was just like this. I was like, 
you know, because I had I had my camera off, so they can't see me. So they're like, I could see the principal staring at me, though. She's staring through my picture. She is staring into the windows of my soul. And also <laughs> Aubrey's teacher and the mom and <laughs> everybody's staring at me <laughs> through the fucking phone. So I'm just like really quiet for a long time. And I look over at my friend and she's like, you can do this. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and like, oh. so then the principal was like i second the nomination for amy to be principal but for to be president and then my friend she's in the car beside her she was like motion carried i'm like shut up shut the fuck up (laughs) stop it (laughs) shut the fuck up (laughs) and that's how i became president of the pta Finger guns. <laughs> I don't think that the PTA understands what they're getting themselves into or the teacher. I don't think that they understand what they're getting themselves into with me, but they will figure it out. <laughs> PTA meeting's about to get litty titty, okay? <laughs> You're like, uh, by the way, if you see over there, that's our... our uh, it's our um, wine bar. Sorry. <laughs> I, my brain farted. That's our... Uh, Bloody Mary jug. You can just pour your own, you know. Um, And it's casual Tuesdays up in here, so please come PJs. Footy pajamas are accepted and highly encouraged. Sweatpants are nodded at. Not frowned upon. Yep. Not frowned upon. We we understand that comfort me- makes quality. And so, yeah, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> well, make sure to keep us posted, Miss <laughs> <Ms>. President. <laughs> they better call me mad. You're like, she'd make that your ringtone, but only for when you're at the meetings. <laughs> Into your husband right before you go, and you're like, okay, and like roll out the red carpet. It'll be perfect. (laughs) I need pedals. I'm gonna be so extra. They don't understand. I don't really like. I'm I, I'm a hot mess mom. Okay, like a hot mess mom. Like. Bad Moms, I'm pretty sure, was wrote about me. <laughs> like, <what>? You're <laughs> like, I'm even named Amy. <laughs> Amy is my name. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Sitting in the movie theater watching Bad Moms, you're like, who's been recording me? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's I mean, maybe the PTA will benefit from a hot mess bad mom being the president. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> right? Who knows? Uh, all right. So, <laughs> the, in the news time, 
<laughs> Aside from the presidency and all that. <laughs> In the news. No, I'm not a writer. Okay. We interrupt your regularly scheduled tea to bring you only the finest dumpster fire news. Da 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 da. News break. All right. So, Amy, what what's your article this week? Um, my article comes from the Washington Post. Okay. And uh, it is it's an article. <laughs> <laughs> A Mexican restaurant in Texas kept its mask rule. People threatened to call ICE on the staff. Jesus. <sighs> That's just like... Yeah, I, I'm I'm speechless, literally. <laughs> You're seeing it. I, I, I don't even got shit to say about it. Come on. All right, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> When the coronavirus pandemic hit and restaurant owners faced difficult decisions, the Richards family that owns Picos, a Mexican restaurant in Houston, quickly adapted to continue sharing their Latin cuisine. From selling to-go margarita kits, hey! <laughs> oh, man. Mm-hmm. To, sta- to stationing a mariachi band at the curbside pickup, yes! That's awesome, though. That is awesome. Um, After Texas governor said that he would rescind the statewide mask mandate while the vast majority of residents remain unvaccinated, the tough choice to enforce public health guidance fell to business owners, and Picos announced it would continue requiring masks. Despite the no more needing masks (laughs) but after such a challenging year the reaction to their decision was disheartening co-owner monica richards said several people sent hateful messages through social media and called the restaurant threatening to report staffers to immigration and customs enforcement are you kidding me like come on because you have to wear a mask do you think that's Right? Do you think it's going to change your mask situation? (laughs) No. It was just horrific, Richard said. People don't understand, unless you're in our business, what it felt like. How hard it was to go through everything we went through during COVID. For people to be negative toward us, for trying to remain safe so that this doesn't continue to happen, just makes zero sense to us. Abbott's decision yep. to lift the mandate will make Texas the largest state to not require masks, which has not come easily for many businesses that are navigating enforcement mask rules to protect employees and customers while facing backlash. Masks, which health experts say are among the most effective ways to curb the spread of the coronavirus, have become a partisan symbol with one conservative group planning a mask-burning party the day the order is lifted. 
when the mandate is <laughs> rescinded, the majority of Texas restaurant owners say they will continue to require staff to wear masks, but they are split on making the same demands for customers, according to the Texas Restaurant Association, which informally surveyed its members this week. The association's updated guidance recommends restaurants mandate employees wear masks and encourage guests to do the same. If a restaurant requires masks, it is unfair to argue the choice infringes on business. This is a decision business owners are making, and it's right for them. For a group yeah. that touts personal responsibility is something key to good stewardship of your business, it seems strange that they might criticize or throw insults at people who are trying to do just that. It's alarming. Mm-hmm. There have been many instances reported to the Association of harmful fallout for businesses that are continuing continuing to require masks since Abbott's announcements, such as Picos. Yet, Restaurants have endured a share of violence and harassment this year or other as other businesses have remained closed. <laughs> Another Houston Mexican restaurant, Cantina Barbara, received similar intimidating messages and staff has been bullied by some screaming customers who refused to wear masks while it was required state statewide. This has been ongoing through COVID, Stephen O'Sullivan said, co-owner. We've had threats of calling ICE. I had one guy just stand there and berate one of my bartenders and tell her, you're an absolute idiot. You don't know what you're doing. If you think these masks are going to save your life, you're stupid, blah, blah, blah. No one wants to deal with that stuff. Uh, one employee of Grand Prize Bar in December had said to get stitches, oh, had to get stitches after he was hit in the head with a glass by a maskless customer. Seriously? Like, okay, regardless of if you have to put something on your face, why assault somebody? Like, <laughs> that's assault! <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? Mm. Triggered. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> you were not wrong. I'm like, what? <laughs> Reacting to the potential violence that could ensue from confusion or disagreements over mask rules, Houston Police Chief Art Acevedo... <laughs> That's what I'm going with. Um, reminded residents <laughs> that businesses have the right to implement their own mandates. He also encouraged common decency. Yep. <laughs> he says, forget what the governor says. Forget what the law says. What does your own humanity call upon us to do? That's to be cognizant that this is one of the best things we can do is wear a mask to keep each other safe. He expressed faith that most Texans will continue to wear masks once the mandate is lifted. Mm. <laughs> um, oh, yeah? <laughs> 
This is a hope shared by Richards. After the threats to her restaurant staff were reported by the Houston Chronicle, she said, A wave of support followed as people thanked her and her family for keeping people safe. Many customers who reached out told Richards that they favored masks, she said. That other side has been wonderful. We had a wonderful day yesterday. Our staff was thrilled and thankful. But Richards, whose family has served Mexican food in Houston for over three decades, says she has seen a less predictable, and in this case, a hateful side of people in the pandemic that she had not before. Being Hispanic and going through that immigration process and finally receiving your papers, and then for somebody to start threatening you after you've been through all of that, it's just heartbreaking she says mm-hmm. that's See, terrible and isn't that ridiculous you're gonna like, make me wear a mask well i'm gonna call ice on you so therefore you're going to be wasting the restaurant's time and also ice's time too so all i gotta say about this is if the first thing you want to do When you go to a Mexican restaurant is disagree with the Mexican worker at said Mexican restaurant, in this case a store owner, you know what I mean? Go. Go make your own shitty ass plain. Go make your white people Mexican food. (laughs) I hope it tastes like napkins. Because that's what you deserve. You don't deserve the the cilantro and the guacamole and and the enchilada sauce. You don't deserve it. Mm -mm. You don't get any of it. Mm. I would be blacklisting those customers, though, for real. For real. (laughs) Like, five years from now, we're all looking back going, wow, what a wild time. And then these people are like, hey, how come I can't come into your restaurant? She goes, oh, you don't remember me? Well, guess what, bitch? I remember you. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, uh... <laughs> I have a spicy article. As well? <laughs> this is spicy in a different kind of way. This is live-action news now. Well, Ooh! It happened, it happened last week, but... Okay. <laughs> is it a developing so, story? So, um... <laughs> Well, it's actually two stories in one, and I couldn't find much information on the first part because the second part is that outlandish. Oh. So, some background. Um, (coughs) The man in this article that I'm about to read, his name is Cordell Coleman, and last Wednesday at about 10 p.m., officers were called to respond to a gas station for a man acting drunk and belligerent. This was that guy. Oh, He was- Arrested. Okay, he was arrested and booked into jail. So, now we come to the news article. My news article comes from The Smoking Gun. And it's titled, Released Man Left Jail in Stolen Police Car. (laughs) (laughs) He says, oh, you're going to take me to jail? Well, I'm going to take your car. (laughs) So, this happened. Thursday, the following day, at 2.40 in the morning. (laughs) So he was booked at 10, and six hours later gets released, and this is what he does with his free time, apparently. 
<laughs> I would have picked a walk through the park personally. At, I'm not really at two in the morning. Big no. on <laughs> Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, no, probably not a walk at the park at two in the morning. <laughs> at two in the morning, I'm typically unconscious, but you know that shows my criminal record. I don't, I don't crime. Okay, I don't crime. <laughs> Moments after being released from custody, an Arkansas man yesterday, not yesterday, uh, stole a police car that was parked in front of the jail, earning him a return trip behind bars, cops said. (laughs) According to reports, Cordell Coleman, 33, drove away from the Pulaski County Jail around 2.40 a.m. in a marked Little Rock Police Department SUV. A police report notes that a surveillance camera recorded Coleman entering the unlocked 2018 Ford Explorer, which was parked near a jail sally port. I'm just going to point out that I don't care if you're a cop. It's a running vehicle. You should probably, you know, turn it off. Cops are always just leaving their cars running somewhere. It's like, I mean... Okay, I get it. You know, you're going to get your car back and the person who does it, if they try to do it, is going to get in trouble for it. But you could also practice safe car discipline. I don't even know the word for that. But lock your fucking car. Turn it off. Don't leave it running for 20 minutes while you run into Walmart for a bag of fucking chips. And the whole (laughs) point is, if somebody gets their car stolen and they ask how did they steal your car and you say well we left it running the cop would tell you why do you leave your car running well why do you leave your car running (laughs) right (laughs) oh my god i'm not a cop so uh coleman had been released from custody following a public intoxication arrest the day prior records show The stolen vehicle had been driven to the jail by an officer who was assisting with booking of another prisoner. After completing the process, I returned to discover my patrol vehicle had been stolen, says the cop. (laughs) Where did it go? I left it here. (laughs) He says, dude, where's my car? (laughs) Where's your car, dude? (laughs) Investigators quickly tracked the Hot Wheels to an apartment complex about 10 miles from the jail. <laughs> he went where, home. Where Coleman was found inside the vehicle. <laughs> Coleman, who had been the last prisoner released from the jail, was arrested and eventually returned right back to lockup. <laughs> <laughs> While Coleman was handcuffed in the back of the police cruiser, a dash cam recorded the cop asking him, what kind of decision making you doing tonight, man? Why are you doing that? <laughs> <laughs> Coleman's response was mumbled and unintelligible. He was charged with felony theft and is being held at the county jail, this time in lieu of a $25,000 bond. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Fun stuff. Silly. Like, I feel like he just really wanted to hang out in jail. He was I like, guess you he know, just wanted to go. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't like it out here. It was warmer in there. <laughs> I don't, I don't think that's going to be true ever. But I always imagine prisons to be like cold and clammy. <laughs> they give you like musty old blankets. 
from like a century ago. I don't I mean, know. I wouldn't know. I I only have you know based off of TV shows and movies. I've never actually been. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is, Orange is the New Black. Those uniforms were like in immaculate condition. That's how you knew it was bullshit. <laughs> I can't trust someone with bright ass neon orange. Mm-mm, that ain't prison. That's fashion show. They are they are orange jumpsuit voguing right now. Okay. <laughs> Well, whew, in the news. That was news. That was some that was some news. <laughs> well, so that means it's time for finger guns. Finger guns. <laughs> also, a promotional break. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, friends. Hi, I'm Amber. And I'm Lauren. And we're Two, Two Drunk, Drunk Moms. Moms. Check us out every Wednesday on your favorite podcast platform as we sip our favorite wines and find comedy in the chaos. Because it's not drinking alone if you're drinking with us. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Woo! Promotional break. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, does that mean that it's tea time, Lexi? It's tea time, Amy. Clink. So, Lexi, what is the theme this week? The theme this week is hotels. Front desk. Hotel holiday. I'm going to do it every time. Every time. (laughs) <laughs> need to find another like, I hotel song it. to sing uh, the only other hotel song that comes to mind is Holiday Inn for sure what you doing nothing chilling at the holiday Inn. who you with who you with all your friends you have unlocked a core memory <laughs> Oh my gosh. I, I like don't know why Chingy still lives in my head rent free, but he does. He's there. Chingy. Even right there. Why are you so blingy? <laughs> oh my oh goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Anyways, so yes, our theme this week is hotels. Yay. And you go first. What's your first story? Oh. All right. This one's a short story, okay? Okay. It's titled, Who Eats Cinnamon Rolls Like This? Okay. I mean, how do you eat cinnamon rolls? Let's just talk about this for a second. Just a okay, quick second. Okay, me? Yeah. Me, I do don't just have bite a tactic. into it? Yeah, I just pick it up and I bite into it. Sometimes, if I have, like, if I can take my time, I like to, like, unroll it and eat it. I like, unroll it. Segments yeah. at I the time. It. Especially Cinnabons. I definitely oh, yeah. That's, you have those. to. You have to. But you can't pick that up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't just pick them up and eat them like a monster. <laughs> the, the ones I make at home, sometimes I do. Okay? Look, I'm a kitchen monster. So be it. <laughs> all right. All right. I work for a bed and breakfast. Um, and with the breakfast part, we occasionally get unusual requests. Mostly dietary restrictions or preferences. No mushrooms in the frittata, gluten-free, etc. But 
We had a wild one the other day. Okay. (laughs) After a breakfast was delivered, the guest called the front desk, outraged that A, her biscuits with butter and jam only came with two biscuits, and B, we didn't put any butter on her cinnamon roll before putting frosting on it. I mean, I guess that's not totally outlandish, but yeah, you don't, I mean, who really, you know, I'm not knocking it though. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm interested. That's what I was like, when I first read this, I was like, <laughs> butter on a frosted cinnamon roll. We told her we had butter if she wanted it, so she stormed down to get it only to complain that the butter was too cold. Now, I get personal preferences. I eat cereal dry because the thought of soggy sugar milk for breakfast is not appealing, but I would never expect someone to know my personal taste without telling them. Hey, they make butter on a cinnamon roll? Who does that? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they, they they make those cereal bowls that you can keep your milk separate from your cereal so your mm-hmm. cereal doesn't get soggy. You should try. <laughs> Check it out. It might help. <laughs> I, I'm kind of curious about the butter on the cinnamon roll now. I can see. Okay, so like, are we putting the butter on after we've baked the cinnamon roll? Or are we putting the butter on... While the, like, before putting it in the oven. That's... It says, uh, before putting frosting on it. Okay, so I guess I could see maybe putting a little bit of butter on while the cinnamon rolls are still warm, so that way the butter melts. Yeah. And then putting the frosting on. I guess. But I would probably put the butter on before putting it in the oven. Right? That's what <laughs> anyway, I'm going to try this next time. I will report back with my findings. <laughs> Please do. I'm curious. <laughs> yeah, that was my story. I know it was short, but honestly, though, like expecting a hotel to do something like that is a little much. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> they call it a continental breakfast, but... Literally all of this stuff came from, like, a food service place. (laughs) When I worked at the hotel, um, all of our continental breakfast things came from Sam's Club. (laughs) See? See? (laughs) Some wholesale place. Every time. We, there was this, like, um, canned country gravy that he, that Sam's Club, uh, sold, um, for we would have biscuits and gravy. We would have, you know, like bananas and apples and pears. Um, there was hard boiled eggs that were already hard boiled. You know, <laughs> That's bought them kind of hard boiled. That's weird. <laughs> we didn't hard boil them. <laughs> um, but the gravy, the thought of canned gravy, usually is like. You know, yeah. doesn't sound appealing, but I don't know what mm-hmm. it was about this gravy, but I actually liked that gravy. <laughs> we would open the can and uh, dump it into a slow cooker to warm it up, and that way it would stay warm and everything during breakfast. And 
afterwards though the i hated having to clean that fucking thing (laughs) (laughs) all this gravy (laughs) anyway (laughs) so what is your first story then mine's a little spicier (laughs) (laughs) is titled she brought a knife to a gunfight oh yours is way spicier (laughs) so i work at a roofed hotel in the geographic center of my state the roofed the roofed place it might be red yeah okay (laughs) okay (laughs) and well last night started off as a quiet night on it but that changed around 1 a.m <laughs> it's always the fun times <laughs> one one to three <laughs> right mm. i couldn't imagine some background the gentleman in this event had checked in earlier that day to attend his sister's funeral and while here, his grandmother passed as well. That's sad. Damn. That is sad. So, yeah. So, he flew his wife up from their home state for said funeral. So, about 1 a.m., he walks up to the front desk, cussing under his breath. <laughs> it was something along the lines of, That stupid bitch. That disrespectful bitch. And I flew her up here. Oh my god. (laughs) And I say, Morning, sir. Can I help you? (laughs) And might I add a fine yikes to you, sir. (laughs) (laughs) It's one o'clock in the morning and you're bringing this to me. (laughs) He says... Yeah, I need another room away from my dumbass wife. (laughs) Oh, I can tell you're having problems. (laughs) I'm a really good guesser. That's how I know. (laughs) And I say, okay, sir, not a problem. (laughs) Mm. I did my normal process and got him a room up on the second floor away from her. You would think that that would be the end of the night. But, oh, are you wrong? (laughs) That's never the end, is it? Never. (laughs) Never the end. 25 minutes later, the wife walks up here with an 8-inch curved blade demanding to know what room his dumbass was in. Oh, my God. (laughs) Like... Yeah, um... Oh, He's in room uh, 911. <laughs> Call the cops. <laughs> well, I wasn't gonna tell her. I'm not allowed to do that. She also mentioned that he had a pistol on him. Great. That's fantastic. This is great! This is fun. This is all fun. So... Instead, she had me call him and ask for her things. She then walked away. I was hopeful about that. (laughs) Jesus. 
So 10 minutes later, she walks up with all of his stuff from the original room, including the urn containing his sister's ashes. <laughs> he comes down a few minutes later and collects his things, cussing her name up and down the whole time. The end? Nope! <laughs> See? It never is. <laughs> Around 2 a.m., she comes back to the front and sits down on a couch near the back door. Then I hear the two of them arguing, and that lasted 20 minutes. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> mm. He smartly started to walk away. Well, she argued with him in our back lobby and then followed him up the stairs. Oh, does she still oh. have a knife? <laughs> like, does... Mm. <laughs> so I moved to watch on our cameras as they argued upstairs so I could keep an eye on things. To wrap this up, she got in his face. He pushed her back. She pushed him and drew the knife. Ah. Oh my God, she had the knife. <laughs> Jesus. He slapped her down and shook his head no. He lifted his shirt, showing the pistol. Oh, so he like he was like, look, look. Don't fuck yep. with it. No, don't do it. <laughs> show you my... <laughs> mm. He brandished it. Remember the brandishing. <laughs> brandishing. <laughs> now that we know what that means. <laughs> he began to walk away. She kept getting in his way. Oh, and by the way, while all of this was going on, I called the local police to intervene. They were still at it when the police showed up. I was not trying to deal with one or more injuries or a dead guest. <laughs> yikes. All around yikes. Yeah, that's a big yikes. In the end, no charges were filed and my GM did let them stay. But once they checked out, asked them not to come back. <laughs> That's crazy. There's a knife and a gun. Ooh. I can't, Im I can't imagine how spent the, uh, the night auditor had to have been, you know? Right. Like, good grief. Having to be, like, just, you know, out of tension like that the whole time. Yeah. Just be like, mm. please don't kill each other. Please don't kill each other. Please don't stab him. Don't, don't shoot her. Just, just please don't. Do it. <laughs> what a crazy lady. Like, wow. That's insane. That is 100% insane. Yes. Ugh. All right. What a train wreck. <laughs> oh, you ready for my next one? This is fun. I am. It's a long one. Okay. Okay. It's titled, It's a Government Document. <laughs> <laughs> so weekends have been very annoying ever since the state lifted its mask mandate. 
were always full, and I have to spend the whole night turning down calls and walk-ins. We were full that night, of course, too, with all three arrivals being from third party. I bet that could get annoying. Like, they're all booked up and they don't even know firsthand. They have to pay attention to all these other third party things going on. Yeah, uh, for... Um, when I worked at the hotel, the third parties would just come in through the printer. <laughs> you you would just receive them. <laughs> like, and they'd be like, by the way, this person is staying here. <laughs> <laughs> a little after one in the morning, a man walks in trying to check in. We'll call him Clowno. <laughs> one in the morning. Right. Must be traveling. Uh, I asked Clowno for his ID. And he says, oh, no. he he doesn't have one. Uh, Sighing internally, I inform Clowno that I cannot check him in without an ID. No. He doesn't like my answer. But he says... How it is. <laughs> he says, he can pull up a picture of his ID from his phone. Uh, we need and I ex- a physical thing. <laughs> I explain that I cannot take a photo, only the actual ID. Clowno then starts going on about his card being stolen and says he has a paper ID. Once again, I firmly explained that I cannot take temporary or paper documents. Only real IDs. Clowno, who had already been getting increasingly aggressive, absolutely loses it and starts screaming. He has never had this problem before. He's a super shiny member which I do not believe at all. (laughs) (laughs) I'm being so incredibly rude and horrible to him. We get into a circular argument about this piece of paper and how it's a government document from the state, where I explained several times that since I was not at the DMV with him when he received it, I have no way of verifying that. At one point, he mentions a military ID, And I say, I could accept that, but he says he won't give it to me. Well, then you don't get your room. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. He says he won't give it to me and that I need to take the temporary ID, which he has yet to actually produce. Then Clowno demands that I call my manager. You know, (laughs) that move. (laughs) let me speak to your manager it's one o'clock in the morning my manager is asleep right (laughs) i say that he'll have to call the hotel in the morning if he wants to complain he promises to quote unquote have my fucking job which i respond to with an utterly deadpan okay (laughs) (laughs) cool take it i don't want it anyway good good job you figured it out (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) (gasps) Look, look. (gasps) (gasps) I then inform Clowno that he needs to leave and that I'm going to call security. He's unfazed by this and continues uh, yelling at me. Unfortunately, security was currently in the parking garage of another hotel in our cluster, meaning that the call will not connect. I realize that I may have to try and force this angry large man to leave on my own. I have pepper gel on me, 
But I really don't want to pull that out unless he starts getting physically aggressive. Which he hasn't done so far. I'm not entirely sure what to do, so I start dialing the other hotels to see if any other night auditors can figure out where security is. When Clowno says that he had better get a refund. A refund? Right? Absently, I inform him that he'll need to speak to third party about that. Remember, all of tonight's arrivals were through them. So he tells me he booked through Brand. However, I looked up his reservation. Turns out, it's not for tonight. It's for Monday. Jesus Christ, this fucking oh. idiot. <laughs> and this is Saturday, so he's early. <laughs> a little. <laughs> <laughs> Only by a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> I inform Clowno that his reservation is set up for another date. He continues to try arguing with me, scrolling through his phone, presumably trying to find his reservation. Very suddenly, he says that security is out by his car and that he'll go get the guard. I'm confused by this development, but I'm very happy to get this douchebag out of my lobby. <laughs> he says security's out there. I'm going to go get him. I'm telling <laughs> okay. on you, night auditor. <laughs> It turns out that Clowno had been parked in a handicapped spot this entire time. Oh. <laughs> security had come by on rounds, and his sudden rush to leave was probably out of fear that he might have gotten a ticket. <laughs> Clowno, of course, didn't say anything to security about what was going on inside, but because I am very done with this shit, I locked the door behind him. Security... <laughs> Uh, security was also immediately called back to the parking garage, so I didn't get a chance to talk to them either. Apparently, a party bus of drunk wedding guests were making a nuisance of themselves, and he had to intervene a few times. <laughs> He's like, you think you got problems. <laughs> I'm literally dealing with, you know, the party bus. What is that, the Vega Boys? <laughs> Um, Clowno comes back but is thwarted by my locking of the door. <laughs> he yells some more, takes my picture, and finally fucks off. <laughs> <laughs> when I finally get in touch with security, he apologizes and hangs around for a while to make sure the guy doesn't come back. I cancel Clowno's reservation and write all this up for management. Apparently, Clowno's friend called the next day to apologize, explaining that Clowno can get irate, which pissed me off. It's not as if he was just rude. The guy screamed and hurled abuse at me for at least 20 minutes. It's not an excusable behavior. But sure, he was just a little grumpy. Sure. Management wasn't having it either, and told his friend that Clowno was not welcome on the property anymore shiny member or not <laughs> he said i'm a super shiny member <laughs> oh my goodness so yeah that was a fun ride <laughs> so what is your next story my next one is short, but I I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> I'm ready um, for it. How I accidentally threatened a guest. 
I worked five years at a certain motel whose light is always on. <laughs> oh, is the light always on? <laughs> they, they, they leave the light on for you. <laughs> I, think, I think I know where this is. By the way, we have one of those here, and it is probably the um the saddest one I've ever seen. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It can look worse than it already does. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I ended up going separate ways when our property sold. I have many, many stories from this ho from this motel, but this one haunts me every day. <laughs> so, one day I'm at the front desk doing a check-in. At the end of check-in, I always tell the guests to call the front desk if they need anything. I usually switch between, don't be afraid to call the front desk if you need anything, and feel free to call the front desk if you need anything. But, this time... I accidentally looked this guest square in the eye and I told them. <laughs> Sorry, You're making me laugh from your giggles. <laughs> what did they say? Trying. <laughs> I looked them square in the eyes and I told them. Feel afraid to call the front desk. <laughs> I tried. I tried. So Feel afraid. Feel very afraid. <laughs> and I love that they said this haunts me every day because I, this would haunt me every day too if I did that. I have quite a few like ridiculous, just random interactions with strangers that I've never seen ever again but I still yep. replay these things in my head I'm like oh my god <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, yep. I can't believe I said that <laughs> you have a good oh, night yeah. drive safe you too wait <laughs> that's all it takes <laughs> oh, I love that Feel afraid to call the front desk <laughs> if you need anything. <laughs> you me, which means you better not need anything. I better not fucking hear you or see you ever again. <laughs> All right. So, what is our theme for next week, Lex? Ooh, our theme next week is department stores. Ooh. So send us your stories. So, if that wraps up tea time, then that means it's time for them dooms. Woo woo. Them graphics. Uh -uh. <laughs> yeah. All around the world. Do, 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 do. Sorry. <laughs> I was getting it. <laughs> All right, so Amy, who we got in first place, girl? Nap Town, Indiana. Whoop, whoop. Hell yeah, you guys are the reigning champs right now. Keep it up. And then in uh, second place, 
we got the majestic, the lovely White Bear Lake, Minnesota. (laughs) The ever elusive. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So in third, we got the Windy City, Chicago, Illinois. Hola. Como esta? Hola, bienvenido. (laughs) (laughs) And then last but certainly not least, we've got Toronto, Ontario. Okay, but don't say it like a tourist, Lexi. They don't, they don't. I'm not even a tourist. I'm still in America, okay? (laughs) Marca. They don't say the second T. It's Toronto. Okay, Toronto, Ontario. Ontario. Antario. <laughs> Don't put me to the test, I'll make it worse. Toronto. <laughs> sorry, you guys. We love you. Okay? Don't mind yes. me in my extremely corn fed brain. <laughs> Don't mind us. We're just American. <laughs> America. The land of the what now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, Amy, you've got our quote this week. I do. And, you know, I've probably said it before, but I really like it. I'm That's sure it's okay. been a while. <laughs> There are no limits to what you can accomplish, except the limits you place on your own thinking. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good one. The limit does not exist. The limit does not Sorry. exist. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I may have recently watched Mean Girls. <laughs> uh, well, so until next week. Pinkies out, bitches. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to find our webpage. It's confessionsofretailpodcast.com and you'll find our blog there. We are also on Facebook. We are at Confessions of Retail, all the tea. We also have a private group, fans of Confessions of Retail, all the tea. You can find our Instagram. We are at Confessions of Retail Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter. Our handle is at Corat Pod. Corat for life, yo. Corat for life, yo. And we have a TikTok. It's at C O N F of Retail Podcast. Well, that was Amy. And that was Lexi. And we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. That was a Titan Cast episode.